Hey there, Quajo here. And if you haven't heard my voice, I'm the new host of the Art of Online Business. Quick update on my new offer. I did not expect the initial launch spots to sell out so fast. I'm talking about Facebook ad setup to success, which is one-on-one -on -one Facebook ads coaching for the driven course creator from me, three Zoom calls within a month and unlimited support in between so that you can run your lead generation campaigns, your launch campaigns, your SLO, self-liquidating offer funnels, exactly like I would, getting all my tips and tricks and strategies plus just unlimited support inside of Slack or Voxer or one lady's even doing it from inside of Messenger with screen recordings, Loom recordings, this sort of thing, questions. This is what I'm doing, but all those limited spots that at the initial launch price, they are gone. And I just wanted to explain that out of integrity to the people who took those first spots, um, the price has gone up and there are one, there's one spot maybe two if I do some scheduling jujitsu for May, otherwise we're booking into June. You can click on the link in the description below to find out more, or you can go to theartofonlinebusiness.com forward slash call if you need that kind of one-on-one -on -one Facebook help. All right, back to the episode. Oh yeah, I'm so pumped about this. Check this out. When most online course creators try to figure out what makes other course creators successful, they usually start by asking, what are they doing? If this sounds familiar to what you find yourself doing, I know that I did this for a long time and, and hey, I'm not gonna lie, I still do this from time to time myself right now. What you don't realize is that you're asking the wrong question. The better question to ask is, what am I doing that they're not doing? And it's often hard to answer that question for yourself because you're too close to your own business. You're not sure what area of your business that you should be optimizing in order to grow because you're too close to your own business. That's why we call these blind spots. We all have blind spots in our business. And look, I totally get it. Feeling like you're spinning your wheels and staying stuck is one of the most frustrating places to be in your online business, especially when you see other course creators who are getting the success that you're working so hard to achieve. Well, my friends, you do not have to do this alone. There is a brand new community of like-minded online course creators waiting for you inside the optimized CEO Facebook group who are getting unstuck in their business. This is my brand new totally free, optimized CEO Facebook group community. I am so excited about it and I wanna invite you to join us right now. Go to rickmulready.com forward slash group, rickmulready.com forward slash group and you can join us inside the all new optimized CEO Facebook group. We'll see you in the group. Welcome to the Art of Online Business Podcast. My name is Rick Mulready, and I'm an online business coach, Facebook and Instagram ads expert, lifestyle entrepreneur, and I'm a total coffee snob as well. Each week, you're going to learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips that take the guesswork out of growing and scaling a profitable online business so that you can truly become an entrepreneur with impact. This podcast is your secret weapon for fast-tracking the growth of your online business. Let's do this. What's up, my friends, my fellow online business 
optimizers. How are you doing? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Super appreciate you coming to hang out with me today. Today is a quick tip episode. This is where I share a tip or a strategy that can help you optimize your online business and grow your online business. So you can have a bigger impact and increase your revenue in the process. And today I wanna to talk to you about imposter syndrome. That feeling of, who am I to be doing this? There's so many other people out there doing it. I'm not good enough. All this other stuff. And I'm gonna share a lot with you here today in this short quick tip episode, both scientific research and also my own experience. And, and, and also what I see from, from my students. And this whole imposter syndrome, or feeling, like, feeling like an imposter as you grow your business is a very real thing. Imposter syndrome is a, is a psychological term, and it refers to a pattern of behavior where people doubt their accomplishments, and they have a persistent, often internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. And this is from my from research here that that I've I've taken what I'm talking about right here, and you know it says it's not an actual disorder. the The term imposter syndrome was actually coined by clinical psychologist Pauline Clance and Suzanne Imes in 1978, when they found that that despite having adequate external evidence of accomplishments, people with imposter syndrome remained convinced that they don't deserve the success that they have. So this has been around for a long time, this whole concept of imposter syndrome. And I want to read what Pauline Clance and Suzanne Imes said back then again to you. They found that despite having adequate external evidence of accomplishments, people with imposter syndrome remain convinced that they don't deserve the success that they have. Now think about that for a second. If you feel imposter, if you feel like an imposter as you are growing your online business, heck, as I'm going to share with you here in just a minute, there are highly successful people, high achievers all across industries that feel this way. But yet when we really stop and think about it, and I'm raising my hand right now, I have felt this too. And I feel, I still feel it heck from, from time to time. But when we stopped and look at it, the facts are that we have a lot of accomplishments. We know what we're talking about. You know what you're talking about. You wouldn't be starting a business to help other people if you didn't have a way to help them, if you weren't an expert in however you're trying to help people. And whether and that's a whole other episode too, but whether you feel like an expert or not, you are. As long as you know a little bit more than the person that you were trying to help, in their eyes, you are the expert, okay? Now, from a Harvard Business Review article, it said that imposter syndrome can be defined as a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evident success. That's what we're talking about here. Imposters, quote unquote, suffer from chronic self-doubt and a sense of intellectual fraudulence that override any feelings of success or external proof of their competence. And again, this is the same saying the same thing here. So many of us have those external quote unquote accomplishments, yet we still feel this internal sense and feeling of inadequacy. And then this HBR article goes on to say, they seem unable to internalize their accomplishments, however successful they are in the their field. High achieving, highly successful people often suffer 
So imposter syndrome doesn't equate with low self-esteem or a lack of self-confidence. In fact, some researchers have linked it with perfectionism, which I thought was super important. I didn't know that until I read this, especially in women and among academics. And then also, according to the American Psychological Association, imposter, quote unquote, feelings are generally accompanied by anxiety and often depression. And I've been very open talking on the podcast here how I am challenged with anxiety and in the past few years, a lot more bouts of of depression. And so not only in myself, like this makes so much sense as I was doing the research for this episode here, this makes so much sense for myself. And this is something I see come up with so many of, of my students when we start working with them. And, you know, like, as I mentioned, I can 100% relate to how my students feel and because I, I used to have imposter syndrome. And again, it comes up for me every, t- every, every now and then too. But when I first started out back in January of 2014, when I, was, when I first started building my online business, when I was considering teaching Facebook ads as my business back then, at that point, I'd been learning and running them for four years, but I'd never taught them at scale at all. I mean, there were people, I, and so I was feeling like, who was I to be teaching Facebook ads back then? People like Amy Porterfield, who is one of my very, very, very good friends. She had literally written the book, Facebook Marketing All-in-One for Dummies. She was a co-author on that book. And so I'm like, well, there's all these other people doing it already. Who am I to be doing this stuff? I never taught this stuff at scale. And so this is a question that comes up so often. Who am I to be teaching this stuff? And so what I want to challenge you here with this, if this, if this sort of thought comes up for you, is... Who are you not to be doing what you're doing? Who are you not to be teaching what you're teaching? Who are you not to be helping the people that need your help desperately, right? And and this whole imposter syndrome can be so paralyzing and it can really hold us back from growing our impact in our business and increasing revenue, right? I I was told this story very early on in in my business journey and I just think it just paints this, this picture really, really well. I mean, like, who am I to be doing this stuff? Is if you're out in a boat, right? Like you're, you're, in, you're on a lake or whatever, and someone is thrashing around in the water. They're like, they're drowning in the water and they need your help. And you're in, their bo- in, in your boat there and you have a ladder, you've got a rope, you've got a, um, a life jacket, you've got a life ring thing, you know, one of those life rings that's attached to a rope, they don't care how you help them bring them into the boat as long as you help them. They don't care if you throw them a rope. They don't care if you drive up to them and drop the ladder. They don't care if you throw that life ring out to them. They just want your help. And so think about that. Who are you not to be helping that person however way that you can? And so today... As we think about this, this whole concept of imposter syndrome, I want to share with you five ways to work through imposter syndrome. As so you move through the fear and the anxiety that comes up as a result of it, and so that you can kickstart that momentum in your business when you're feeling it. Because again, when we feel that imposter syndrome, it can be very paralyzing. And when it's paralyzing, we're not we're not moving forward. And so I want to share with you five ways that can help you move through that 
fear, that stuck feeling, that anxiety that can, that can come up and so that to get you moving again. And the, thir- the first thought I want to offer you is that I want you to know that so many people struggle with imposter syndrome. Even who you see as the quote-unquote uh, successful people, the people that look like they have it all together, there are a whole lot of people that you don't even realize that struggle with this, right? It's the whole uh, iceberg metaphor that I like to talk about. You only see what's going on above the water. You only see the Instagram feed of their business when it looks all amazing, right? You're not seeing what's going on behind the scenes or behind, below the water. And so just know that you are definitely not alone. And this thought, just this recognition right here can be super empowering all by itself to know that these imposter syndrome thoughts are very, very common, right? It can also be helpful to share what you're feeling with friends of yours, or if you have a mentor or a business coach or, or what have you, or a life coach or whatever it is, somebody who you trust, it can be really helpful to share what you're feeling with them. And if you're sharing with a mentor or a coach who is helping you grow your business and they are further ahead in their business, further, further, further along, because that's why you're coaching with them, because you want your help in fast tracking your success. You know, they have that more experience. They can reassure you that what you're feeling is very normal. And again, knowing that other, knowing others have been in your position can make it seem less scary to you. So when I have my accelerator students and I'm say I'm on a call with them or whatever. And this, this sort of thing comes up. I'm like, yeah, been there. This is how I get through it. And, and exactly what I'm sharing with you right now are some of the ways that I've been able to do that. And so we're able to move through it more quickly and just get, get you moving and unstuck and out of that overwhelm of who am I to be doing this? Uh, number two is, and again, some of these might seem so obvious, but when, but the, the key here is to slow down and just do this work here. And so number two is recognize the thoughts that you're having. Be aware of it. We have to obviously be aware of and, and recognize that, yes, I'm having this thought or this is what's going on and write down what your actual thought is. Whatever your thought is, write it down. And then ask yourself this question, does this thought help or hinder me? And you get to choose, right? You get to choose a different thought. And I would almost guarantee you that whatever thought you're having around imposter syndrome is not a helpful thought for you. And so we get to choose a different thought to keep moving forward, a more empowering thought. Again, maybe like, who am I not to be doing this? There's a whole bunch of people out there who are needing my help right now, and I get to help them. I'm going to put myself out there and help them. Number three, and this really aligns with that perfectionism thing. And when I read that imposter syndrome is closely linked to perfectionism, like all these light bulbs went off because perfectionism is something that I have, I'm a recovering perfectionist. (laughs) I've talked about it here on the podcast. And so number three, when you remember that B work, I'm saying I'm using air quotes around B, B work is better than A plus work, right? When we are perfectionist, and since imposter syndrome is so closely linked to perfectionism, if we feel like it has to be perfect before we put something out in the world, and that will be judged if we do, and we think that our work isn't as good as somebody else's, what do we do? 
we freeze. We don't do anything. We don't keep moving forward. And so this goes back to that whole somebody drowning example of they don't care how you help them, whether you throw that ladder or whatever, they just want you to help them. So that's where it's like, just get it out there that B work is better than A plus work. That's going to keep you moving forward. Because if you are constantly waiting for something to be quote unquote perfect, by the way, perfect is only in the eye of the person that you are, that you are providing value to. It's very subjective. So this is about getting our stuff out there. Okay. Number four, there was a book by Dr. Valerie Young. And the book is called The Secret Thoughts of Successful Women, Why Capable People Suffer from the Imposter Syndrome and How to Thrive in Spite of It. And inside that book, Dr. Young categorized imposter syndrome into subgroups, as she called it. The perfectionist, the superwoman or superman, the natural genius, the soloist, and the expert. And I want to focus this part on the expert. And she says in that book, she says, experts measure their competence based on, quote unquote, what and how much they know or can do, believing they will never know enough. They fear being exposed as inexperienced or unknowledgeable. And so she, she lists a few criteria here. She says, number one, do you shy away from applying to job postings unless you meet every single educational requirement? Or are you constantly seeking out trainings or certifications because you think that you need to improve your skills in order to succeed? Or even if you've been in your role for some time, can you relate to feeling like you still don't know enough? Or the last one, she says, do you shudder when someone says that you're an expert? I think this is so fascinating, right? If you've been in business for a while, and again, you know your stuff. Everybody I talk to, Students that I that I, that that come in to work with us, for example, they're experts in whatever their whatever their topic. You know, we have a new student in our accelerator program who teaches guitar, the National Guitar Academy, and he's in the UK, and he has this amazing business where he teaches guitar. Like, there is no question that Mike is an expert in teaching guitar, and you know, so many people, so many of you have in that expertise in whatever it is that you are teaching. But yet so often we can start questioning that. We can start questioning again, like who am I to be doing this stuff, right? So it's true that there's always more to learn. Like we can always be learning. I like I never stop learning and striving to, to improve our, our skills, right? Cause that can, that can certainly help us and can keep us, keep our business growing and competitive. But the key here, as Dr. Young says in her book, is taken too far, the tendency to endlessly seek out more information can actually be a form of procrastination. And so again, if we think that we're always trying to you know, consume, 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 well, the consumption part, like, and I'm, I love learning. Like I will take courses and read books and all that. So I love it. But the key here is that we can't use that as an excuse for not taking action because we can oftentimes when we feel like an imposter we feel like we have to learn more but yet all that's doing is holding us back from moving forward and putting ourselves out there so we hide behind that veil if you will of like oh no i still need to learn this when just get your stuff get your stuff out there 
right? And then number five, I want to remind you, and I've done a whole episode on this before too here on the show, is don't forget to look back down the mountain. Here's what I mean by that. Today, right now as you're listening, I want you to stop and think how far you've come, right? Regardless of whether you're in the early stages of your business or you're further along in your seven or eight figures, whatever it is, you've come a long way. Even maybe this week, you've come a long way. Don't forget to stop and look over your shoulder, if you will, and say, you know what? Yeah, I've come a long way. I've learned so much. I've helped a lot of people. Or I left that corporate job and I'm starting my online business and it's starting to get momentum. Or I did my first webinar. That was a win. I didn't have any sales, but heck, that's, that's, I, I learned a whole lot in the process. So don't forget to stop and look at your, your wins, big or small. And writing down your wins and your successes to demonstrate to yourself that they really do have concrete value, right? That these are actual accomplishments can be a huge help for you. And again, having that strong support system through your friends, through uh, mentors and coaches and stuff like that, and getting that feedback that validates your efforts and your outcomes can obviously be very important for improving your confidence as you go. And, and remind yourself that it's, that it's normal not to know everything, right? And that that's the, why we're in business. With the, the biz, it, you know, yes, we're in a business to have a big impact and to make a lot of money and to help a lot of people, but it's who we're becoming along the way. And you are growing as a person and learning and finding out more, not only information, but more about yourself as you progress, as you go through your business, Okay. And so those, my friends, are the five ways that I'd recommend that you, and maybe don't, don't do all five, just pick one and start to think about that. And know that you're not alone if, you, if this is something that you have a hard time with, feeling, feeling like an imposter. This is a very common thing, but you absolutely can get through it. And the people that you are here to help are counting on you to keep moving forward and to get your stuff out there and to grow your business and have a bigger impact and show your family, show your kids, if you have kids, how it's completely possible to make a whole lot of money, have a big impact in the world without you know, working all the time. That money is abundant and we have an amazing opportunity with our businesses. All right, thank you my friend. For listening to the podcast today. Don't forget to join me inside the Optimized CEO Facebook group community, totally free community, rickmulready.com forward slash group. This is for online course creators, membership creators, online coaches who are looking to optimize your business towards six or seven figures. Get in that group, rickmulready.com forward slash group. I'll see you in there. Thanks again for listening. Super appreciate you. I'll talk to you soon. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook ad manager how to fix those 
mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads. Click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.